0: History and horror. The air itself is filled with monsters.
1: Children of the night, what music they make!
2: morning welcome to the monsters up north podcast it's a monster podcast and it's hosted by me sam and i am joined as always by dan from Bleeding marvelous say hello dan, <laughs> dan. <laughs> and this week we are joined by graham i think and the gorgeous <laughs> jessica and our cult leader paul
3: hopefully yes i am a guest that's weird being a guest yes so, hi
2: hi everyone how are we all doing i wonder if graham's okay i'm
3: i'm trying not to have a mental breakdown
0: (laughs) that's That's a question isn't it we're wondering if graham's okay
3: how are you doing there graham what have you taken any portions lately or something happened you're crazy to know who i am aren't you (laughs) i'll show you (laughs)
4: Uh. (laughs) hello (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, oh, wow. what an
2: entrance <laughs>
1: <laughs> like we were saying it's when you order the invisible man from wish yes. oh
0: so, uh, <laughs> it's, it's you <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's <laughs> you
1: <laughs> the costume it was too perfect uh, I know it I know. was Claude Rains reincarnated <laughs> but about a foot taller yes it
2: was graham all along (laughs) well this week we're doing the invisible man if you haven't already guessed oh Um, that was mr bump oh no (laughs) (laughs) well i'll do the disclaimer i'll do the intro and then we will literally just get into it okay because i have a lot to cover and i feel more uh, graham might have more to say than most so (laughs) We'll do it. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group or the comments section, and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. 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 I couldn't say it there. Thank (laughs) you.
3: And she so, did say that on the BBC before, so she, I don't know if she's I ever told anyone that.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm also I'm also going back on the BBC. <laughs> and apparently I've told everyone, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um The Invisible Man from 1933 mm-hmm. scored 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, directed oh. by James Whale, based on the eighteen ninety seven novel by H. G. Wells, story starring Claude Rains, Gloria Stewart. William Harrington and Una O'Connor ah! <laughs> All right you fools you brought it on yourselves we bring you the invisible man
3: Careful, he could be anywhere
2: So where is he where is he Um first question and only question that I ask and I have tweaked it ever so slightly after the Wolfman episode because the would you fuck the, the invisible it, man? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last question. I was gonna slip that in at the end. I and, that in oh oh what the invisible then, man sh- said. <laughs> That's what he said. She yeah. said. Uh, she said he said <laughs> respectively. Respectively. <laughs> Preference. So does the invisible man make a good monster?
0: Yes. He tweaked it. Yes. She yeah. answered first as well. <laughs> well, it's that thing, isn't it? you can't see it you can hear it you can see the things it moves but you don't know the intent you can't read the facial expressions you don't know what the frame of mind is of Mm -hmm. whoever it is so Mm -hmm. it's like that fear of the unknown to a degree even though you can hear and sort of see if it bumps into things
3: yeah it's kind of like that thing that the thing that goes bump in the night is is the scariest things, things, it's where your imagination can run wild as well. So, mm. yes,
0: you know it's there, but you don't know what it is. So,
3: exactly. And it's one of the what, most mischievous ones as well. I think, I think probably the best way to describe because I, I think I put a post in the Facebook group this week saying, if you were that had the impo- empower powers of invisibility, would you do good things or bad things? And I think about 90% of the people said there would be evil so
2: well they're they're (laughs) in good company because he is quite he is the he is universal's first anti-hero right so we had heroes we had victims we had we had genuine monsters and he is the first Um, anti-hero and actually brings me interestingly to a factoid the total body count in invisible man is 122 people Four, four <laughs> murders. That. <laughs> yeah, four murders on screen. Yes. Eighteen search parties were members of off screen had been killed, and the derailment of the train, which resulted in a hundred deaths.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
2: So I, I didn't realise he'd actually done people.
1: those things. I know he's talking about them, but I didn't realise he'd actually just done them. Yes. One hundred and twenty-two body count i I think i think for this what we what i said about the wolfman when i was on about how it's the insinuation of what the potential of this person doing that isn't mentioned in the film is what Um, makes it a good monster whereas this in this film it goes over it pretty much knows exactly the danger and it's very clear and it basically the character just goes yes this is what i can do by being invisible and here's all the havoc i can cause and here's the big grand scheme and you're like one guy being invisible could probably bring the world to its knees effectively mm-hmm. you know the way he intends and it's like yeah this is probably the like the most clearest monster there is pure you coach. know pure <laughs> oh, to- to be further with the police force how they went about trying to catch oh, them what? fuck me we're uh, <laughs> a bunch of fuckwits but yeah wow. uh, like 90 of them is basically the next guy comes in he's like i don't believe there's an invisible man then he gets killed then the next guy comes in he goes i don't believe there's an invisible man and then the next guy comes in you know yeah lord reigns is going to get tired hands at this rate you know <laughs> uh, so, go, go on
5: jessica
2: what list. makes them
5: a good monster <laughs> oh, Mr. Goodman stuff. sorry. <laughs> 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 We're very really nerdy about HG Wells there, but... Um, oh, no, you, go ahead! Uh, well, HG Wells thing, a lot of what he does proves just kind of how dumb the average people really are. Most of his stories boil down to most of them.
4: <laughs> so he did well that. on this one <laughs> then. What's happening,
5: is it? Oh, and he's dead. Like at <laughs> that, he's dead. <laughs> but i'm not 100 percent still i'm not quite sure this is actually happening um it's brilliant through most of Ball stuff all plays this he clearly re- he did not like people
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, oh well he's in good company that's why we <laughs> must like him yeah it is that thing it's the it's that voyeuristic sense mm-hmm. everyone does it even when you're in your house a lot like Easy example, night time, you need to come down and get a glass of water, or go to the bathroom.
4: Mm-hmm. you're like
5: me in your downstairs bathroom. As you walk through, always in the back of your head is like, is there someone around? I really hope there's no one around, but I'm not hundred percent sure that they're not. So you do that kind of like weird mad run back yeah. to
2: the room. <laughs> I, I have that issue. I have that issue, but it's, am I going to stand on a cat as I <laughs> walk to the bathroom? And I have to kind of like guide myself because. When I oh, had I see, Baxter,
3: it, now we've just got images of hundreds of cats lying in <laughs> Sam's <wall>. <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> I wish. Uh, when I had Baxter, I could quite easily hear him. Now Beatrice Beatrice is just a black cat. I can't see her unless she starts to make a noise. So I have to like be very careful. But I do get what you mean. It's like that eerie feeling. And that's kind of like what this movie gives is an eerie feeling.
1: It taps into like a sort of innate fear i think of Mm -hmm. everyone of basically like us not being able to trust our senses and the idea of you know not being able to trust our eyes and like the whole bit in this film obviously we'll get to it but the idea of him threatening a person going hey i will kill you and that person living in fear and not really knowing it and then the way that he does get killed (laughs) is the most like (laughs) oh okay you know like like, the invisible man's like yeah i literally just followed you for the whole day and i was there when you were with the police planning your protection and everything and Mm -hmm. nobody did anything or could do anything and you're just like that's terrifying yeah it is look see look see 10 p.m look
0: see i will be there at 10 p.m and that's when you'll see see. (laughs)
1: is this like i i think this is perfect though because like we're saying he's the first anti-hero but i think mm-hmm. he's i was there a movie before this where it just had the most stereotypical evil villain ever because this this must be the beginning of having a guy being like what you fools how dare you know you can't <laughs> imagine my greatness and you're like w- he, what you know, he's like like, the, no, who talks like this you know? he's
0: like the speaker oh, version of the um you know the typical train track villain
1: yeah, the <laughs> that's,
0: that's the Lee type thing, yeah. Yeah, but he's vocal. Yeah. Whereas on silent movies, they didn't have that. They just went uh, tie this lady. What's the, the train? <laughs> <traps."> <laughs> oh no, just, there's a train
1: here's coming. A, here's an inefficient way of killing someone.
2: <laughs> well, that leads me into another one of my facts: is how Claude Rains actually got the role because he was an unknown, and um, it was through his voice. Right, they thought he was an actual physical terrible actor, <laughs> but yeah. his voice was absolutely perfect for what they needed so they were quite willing to foresee or or unforesee all of his flaws and Mm -hmm. apparently had a really bad time with Gloria
0: Stewart, which is the old lady of the titanic yep blew my (laughs) mind today (laughs) she was the one that are we ready yeeted (laughs) the heart of the ocean he most certainly
2: did honestly when they said it on the documentary i went But then when i looked at it, i was like oh yeah i actually see it see it in the Um, eyes but yeah apparently them two got did not get on very well she is an actor actor so like Mm -hmm. she knows how to work with people he did not and he was like constantly trying to like outstage her or like outact her to the point where james whale was like listen you gotta share the screen, mate. It's like you really yeah. have to share this screen. And that's when he kind of like rolled it back and he actually started paying attention. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's acting chops. I'm not saying it started from here, but he certainly got a reality check on what actually acting is.
0: Because mm. d- Boris Karloff was actually originally I- cast. As fact? <laughs> <the> Invis- <laughs> you just <laughs> need to mine. It's only because <laughs>
2: All I've got written is another Boris offer.
0: Yeah, but apparently because him and James had a massive blow-up about something, um, Mm -hmm. James was like, oh no, we can't have him. Uh, His lisp is too lispy. I want a very well-pronounced very man that speaks very much like this. Um, And they also offered it to Colin Clive, uh, the guy who played Dr. Frankenstein. But James Whale convinced him to go away on holiday um instead of taking the role so because he he was so determined he had this vision of claude reigns being the man mm. he binned off two people that have been in uh, exceptionally successful movies prior leading up to that so it just leads you to believe he must have had some faith in reigns that nobody yeah. else knew about well, I mean, it's a it fantastic
1: voice it's this mm-hmm. idea of like if that's what you're wanting to go for I th- you know because it works perfectly like it's the fact of he manages to steal the show even though he's not there <laughs> like you know yes. like, like it's that weird thing of like you know the scenes where he's in the rocking chair well he's not in the fucking rocking chair. that's not... exactly what I mean <laughs> you know where you're, you're imagining he's there and it yeah. feels like he's there because of this voiceover and that's how powerful that voice is so yeah yeah so
5: although this is one that, oh, i'm sorry this is one no, i must be curious about across each of the different versions they've done so through the original to Holloman to the newest one it's always curious how they're doing it because not all of it can be just you know like wires pulling stuff I've sometimes a lot when there's physical movement happening um it was, I was really black, curious and turns out in that it's he's in a black velvet suit and black, velvet. black velvet backdrop behind him mm-hmm. so he's fully there so it Really? It, is, it is generally <laughs> called Rain sitting in the
2: chair or standing up, but it's all mm-hmm. done with black velvet. It through time, because there's a lot of invisible man, not just the ones that we that um Jess has just mentioned, there's the Invisible Man Returns, the Invisible Woman, the Invisible Agent, the Invisible Man's Revenge, Albert and Costello May Frankenstein, and the son of the invisible man, which is actually named something completely different, but that's what they went with um for advertisement. Every single one of them has a different progression of how they Mm -hmm. did the invisibility. And it just got, but originally it was black velvet um, and just, it was just still shots.
0: They layered the the negative over each other to create Mm -hmm. a simultaneous uh, like scene basically. And when you look back, that sounds so simple and so easy, but could you Mm -hmm. imagine you having like four or five or six or seven, like, stacks of film in one go and you have to make sure everyone is microscopically in the line with where it should be in the shot where he's looking where it's standing where the chair is I mean that that's took four to five
2: hours just to do one transition
3: That always amazes me when you think about the effort and stuff that people go through back then that's why Mm. I always appreciate these movies so much as well because of the work that goes in it's not just as you said that like the backdrops as well like how realistic they look mm-hmm. and they are as you said painted backdrops and put in i absolutely adore them them different like like special effects or them elements to it and just because like using computers now i know you can change like things to green yeah. screen and stuff and it still doesn't look as well done as it was back then if that makes sense
2: that- that's crazy though
1: isn't it like yeah i'm i'm you're blowing my mind with this because i didn't really look into the sort of the technique behind things but like wow i genuinely thought it was wires i thought it was really clever like you know the only bit that i think is a bit dodgy is the shirt running around the room bit that's the only bit where you go okay that looks like old school stuff but everything that
2: probably
1: is on wires yeah i I, I think that's the I think that's where you know where they go <laughs> hey we we get him wearing like a particular color and then they just yeah they you know they paint remove from the cells or something weird like mm. that 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 feels like that that you see in other stuff and like rotoscoping and whatnot but like the rest of it you're like no that looks great that genuinely yeah. holds up after like a hundred years <laughs> nearly it, it really uh, like just... caught
2: my attention when i was doing watching them documentaries was the the making of it sorry
5: jessica i think it's the defining factor universal or it is for how old those films actually are the level of skill that is in pretty much each of the films is way Mm -hmm. ahead of its time than it should have been Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it's crazy the stuff they were able to pull off now even modern movies still aren't quite meeting the same Mm -hmm. level as what they were doing back then
3: i think this is why these movies are held so high regard as well and like as i think yeah. the the word timeless classic is thrown around so uh willingly or easily now that mm-hmm. it's um it gets lost a little bit but these ones is, is is a quite like i would always recommend anyone to go back especially if they haven't seen anything like just experience them for the first time and i i and I, I think that they made the right choices with with this movie as well which surprised me uh, going back and watching it because i know other incarnations of the invisible man have always laid on the side of the creepy side and i know we talked about the creepiest monster last week sorry you talked about the creepiest monster last week in the uh, in the wolfman they could have well. been uh, <laughs>
1: they could have done <laughs> larry, a the lurker, like, you know? larry the lurker <laughs> they could have done the, a the biggest movie monster who is a creep i think yeah. you know? He's... but they,
3: they could have done something similar with the invisible man and they kind of stayed away from that they made it the... like a more megalomaniac like insane Very... and like how the power went to his head and it was like yeah like, proper gangster key... like type vibes that was coming off him as well
5: they mm-hmm. keep the defining quality with the invisible man all the way across and obviously mm-hmm. it does come originally from hg wells and it is it's what happens, um, it actually happens to people who have major uh, phys- uh, facial reconstruction. It can um, actually cause you to go into a form of psychosis because you can't recognize your own face anymore. You can't oh, yeah. from yourself. And that is kind of the narrative of the invisible man. It's like, you can no lo- he's no longer physically him anymore. He mm-hmm. can't see himself. He knows he's him, but he can't see it. And he's progressively becoming less and less human.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's- a
5: consequence and things like that all goes out the window. He's a bit of a nasty um,
1: bastard. Like, let's be honest. Like, well, he is—he's a nasty man. It's one of these things where, in in the book, because I didn't manage to read all of the book, I tried, but I was really like, <laughs> oh, I—you know what it's like—where you get a book and you're like, I'm going to, re- I'm in bed, I'm going to read a book, and then straight sleep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was just like so. I got about four pages in, but it's this idea of like, it's 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 it different. It's very very similar. The movie is a very very like good or like adaptation of it but with lots of like comedy elements thrown in that I think mm. is just you know James Wales kind of way but then he I, he's not crazy in the book to start with it's like one of these things that seems to go over time like Jessica's saying like due to his situation but at the beginning he's he's kind of normal when he's like at the inn and stuff like that he's he he kind of reasonable yeah, and yeah it's he like... does
2: he does try I'll give him that but then that soon changes very quickly I mean <laughs> He's got good reason to. I mean, the, the place he goes to to rent a room, the the owners are not the, the best, really, are they? Well,
3: well, well, let, well, let Graham, get it out. Go get on, out Graham.
2: Let's, let's get no! it out about good old Una. <laughs>
1: Fucking Una <Connor. laughs> Una O'Connor. I, I just, like... I, I don't know. I, I'm i getting to the point where I'm just like, maybe I like her because I really don't like her in that weird way. If she's got, she reserves space in my mind. But yeah, so if you haven't seen this film yet, you should watch this film because it's absolutely amazing. But there is one aspect that is universally frustrating is basically the owner of the inn. Oh no, you've got her on the phone! <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm sorry, anyone who's listening on iTunes, you will not be able to see, but Dan has actually got her on the phone. Like, not on the phone, because I believe she made her yeah. dance. But...
1: <laughs> Even like that never dies, sorry. I was tempted to get a picture and like use it as a dartboard in the background in this space here.
2: Oh, poor Una man.
1: <laughs> No, but, but it's, the, it's the fact of it. it's the perfect example of these character actors <laughs> uh, in the universal years and stuff where literally she just comes straight from stage, I assume, and then just yeah, screams yeah, away through a narrative. But like where she's so annoying, she's so, and she's campers tits. And you can tell yeah, yeah. that James Whale was like, she's the fag hag we all need. And you're just like, no, James, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but, but it's literally just the amount of overacting, the amount of chewing the scenery that she does in this film for how long she's in it. It's that
2: hysterical scream where it's just not needed. Like that (laughs) scream is not needed. I knew she was up to something because I could see her little
0: cheeky face just keep looking down. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. It's 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 brilliant though. In 2020, she was listed in the Irish Times (laughs) as one of the greatest film actors from Ireland. And guess what number she came in at? What?
1: Nineteen. Wow. Nineteen. There, has there been more than nineteen actors? Liam Ireland? Neeson.
0: Liam Neeson. Yeah, well, that's one. Liam
1: Neeson. Father <laughs> <Barbara> Ted. You, <laughs> you, you know, can't just thing listed like...
0: all of Liam Neeson and then her, and then the cast of Father Ted, and then her. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair
1: yes it's harsh to me but it is this idea where in this film and in bride of frankenstein she is insufferable uh well, and she died I'm,
0: she I'm, died unmarried and uh childless at 79 because she said they were a waste of time <laughs> oh she had her head
2: screwed on there. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, pointed
0: to say a, a man and children are a waste of time and energy so why bother
2: i think graham's so, gonna
0: hit
3: me no because i really liked her in this movie. I'm After leaving. I watched, it, I was like, I, I seen when she was done. I was like, I really like quite a getting 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 a vibe. So I was like, I, I was like, hysteria. I can understand Bride of Frankenstein. I, I absolutely despised her in that. I thought this bitch is just out there crazy. But I actually thought she served a point. I, I she went, till her, till her husband it. fell down the stairs, and instead of checking on his head, she was just like rolling about on the floor, Ooh. then rolling about on him, going. Ah.
1: It's that idea where literally your your husband just falls down some stairs, just has a concussion and stuff, bandages round his head. Not in that way, you know, he's not the Invisible Man. But um, and and then she's just like, "How can I possibly help? I'll just scream in your ear. That'll that'll." Do. But I think it's the idea of I like what she I I like the campness that she adds to it. But then in the original story, she's a very like a sensible character. She's head screwed on, you know. And then in this one, they kind of made her a very satirical kind of like, oh, she's a body like, you know, uh, hmm. tavern owner's wife and stuff. And yeah, it's it doesn't. (laughs) But yeah, I, I won't. Complain about it anymore, but it's the fact. Oh no, no, you have to. It's your truck now. It's it's like a I just think, universe if they just had a wood chipper on set, <laughs> could they just sort of chuck her in. Maybe you know, like. But when you look on IMDb, she's got like hundred and fifty movie credits. You know, like I'm going to review every single one of them.
2: <laughs> this is what we said before. That like that's this is what they did back then. They just. Bat movie's old. <laughs> like, I was starting
3: to know where you were going to
2: go with that one. I was like, the, "There the wasn't <laughs> much spitting doing back on set." Not, there, not that kind. Not, <laughs> no, not that kind. But they did. They did. Like every five minutes, there would be another one on the yeah. table. Another one. Um, another interesting fact might be, but although he is the star of the, he's only actually. Uh, and he, sorry, and he's in it for ninety-five percent of the film. So ninety-five percent, you only actually see. Claude Rains at the end mm-hmm. so you don't see him at all until the very last bit of the film brilliant
3: I absolutely it... loved that aspect to it I thought it was so like ahead of its time definitely as well like with the things but there's certain it's also of... how
1: great he looks though isn't it like when mm-hmm. you actually see yeah. him he reminds me of the the somnambulist from um uh cabinet of Dr Caligari he's got that chiaroscuro kind of makeup on where it's like very jet black hair white face and he's so young it's mm-hmm. crazy when you when we saw him in the wolfman and he's kind of got this sort of yeah, thing he's... on and then mm-hmm. you see him in later films and he's like an old man and not an old man but you know sort of like yeah. late middle age uh and then in this one you're like Claude Rains was young what the fuck? you know yeah
2: I'm sure in one of the documentaries I made they mentioned that movie
4: mm-hmm. so
2: I don't know if like because I was I was. Working and um, while it was on, and I'm sure I heard them mention that. So I wonder if that's kind of like where they they got the look for him for. I don't know. Um, there was nobody listed for makeup. Um, I would assume it would have been Pierce Jack Jack Pearson. Um, definitely wouldn't have been our friend, but
0: not He didn't glue the bandages to his face, so I think we're all
2: right. No, he actually he, he looked out on this one. No hot glue.
1: No yeah. hot glue. You're, you're crazy to know who I wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Move> one.
2: <laughs>
0: it's all sticky. There's oh, a bit there's a bit where um the radio announcers going on about if you catch this man, there is a reward of one thousand pounds. I did the conversion because I was curious <laughs> of, oh, gosh. of what it would be, right? From nineteen thirty three to twenty twenty three, which is a ninety year gap. It equates to ninety-one thousand five hundred pounds. they have offering as a reward <laughs> to catch one true. man, one know, man, <laughs> not just one man—the
1: on. Invisible Man. Is it? <laughs> hold on. How is it phrased, though? Is this like one of you know when you go to a fairground and it has the sort of prize if you win, but then <laughs> yeah. it's impossible to win, or or prize if you lose, then it's impossible to lose? Is this like where it's like where for sightings of the Invisible Man, you'll get a thousand pounds? it's <laughs> like oh hang on. hang on I see what you did there yeah, yeah I think totally. the guy in the barn that got it but um there was so, to be <laughs> fair they do burn his barn down yes and then they're like hopefully the invisible man's in there otherwise
4: okay,
1: I'll in <laughs> <laughs> I have to say the news announcement I made a note of this like he has the strangest voice I know like everyone else in the film is like really well spoken and this is well spoken but in a kind of is it a welsh accent it's got this weird twang it to it, it i i don't know like it's just got this twang to it and i was just like i'm like it's so odd you just kind of like so they've got a
5: well definitely... and... oh, oh, sorry it definitely feels like it's one of those ones where somebody on set was grabbed and like can you just voice over this for us we forgot to put someone in quickly I... <laughs> this bit out and we'll edit it exactly. for you yeah, this, I, this thought is was pure... a, I thought it
1: was
3: a Geordie accent when I heard it I was like they've got a Geordie <laughs> to do this I was they've like got know, They're was get, was probably just getting some commoner we need a commoner voice what, what's the most common Wait, voice it, we get it, I know it, we'll it, get it, a
1: Newcastle it, lad it's not that common it's like it's like a posh kind of voice but with a sort of like an accent in it but it's the idea of like yeah this this is shady as fuck of me but this it feels very much like the part you would get your boyfriend to play or something if you were making a movie. So I yeah, kind of, wondering is, um,
5: I, I kind of wonder um. if this is
1: like the sort of like, oh, well, you know, they're not an actor, but let's get them in kind of thing. I don't know. That's what it felt like it to me. Does
5: it feels like they're literally just whoever was around at the time was like, can you just come here a second? Yeah. Just read that. I'm like what for you don't need to know can you just
1: read it for us please put on a posh voice and say this <laughs> on the that,
5: radio you say that though but like
2: they had a kind of poshish with a twang claude rains had whatever the fuck claude rains had going on and Sex. then the policeman
3: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> the policeman's accent i mean co- that's i can't even describe the ridiculous the ridiculousness. ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's like the chocolate brothers decided to do a cockney accent and that's what they came out with
3: <laughs> tell you what though there was elements of the film that I thought this is so clever and so brilliant and then other elements I was like what are like the most stupid like decisions made like when um like I say the invisible man sitting on the chair and telling uh like his partner I can't remember his name all of his weak all his, all of his weak points he was saying i have to keep make sure i'm pristine i can't get dust on my feet i have to make sure there's no nothing on my nails i have to make sure uh the food is digested because uh, you can see the food through me i'm doing a, we've talks, with a guy like guy <laughs> we've,
1: we've all dated someone like that You're just yeah. like oh
3: christ but like thinking back i was like oh great the the, the explain that they're giving you like say a, a reasons why he's he can't oh, do the charlie it charlie one oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> is
3: like, that you it's like sword <laughs> up, <isn't> it? <laughs> but then then the other aspect is like the police don't like, like the surround the house and the hold hands but they leave this massive gap where if he goes with like on his knees could easily crawl through yeah. and um when they're walking for the house to carry a net it's like <laughs> it's is this the police force in action like oh do this is how we're gonna catch <laughs> like said like an invisible man it's, it's like, when you know, he got the, the chair friend. out
0: it's when he got the chair out and he was like come over sit down and i'm like where are they gonna sit and they all sat on the floor like school kids looking up at the teacher (laughs) and he's like this is going to be a very hard catch he's giving them like the lecture and then you go outside and they're all circling it and holding hands and it's like it comes turns into like um What's his name? Oh, It It turns into a Benny Hill sketch when he's knocking the hats off, kicking him up the bum, and like, you know, what the hell's going on here? What is a baby out of a pram like? Unless he just launches
1: a pram. Lord
5: does not mess around.
2: That baby.
1: Yeah, it's this idea. Like he's just an actual villain, but it is weird though that he does that. Where he tells Kemp like all of his um weaknesses and kemp's like let's not tell the cops let's just <laughs> and then the cops just do whatever you know like but do you reckon that's like, like jessica was saying about hg wells not having much faith in people do you reckon mm. that's the point the point is going like yes there is sensible ways to defeat this guy then people are stupid though yeah like
2: 100 <laughs> now that ignore know that i do feel better about their their, their decisions
0: <laughs> well 100 percent because they say that in the book he's not given a name we all know him as griffin in the movie Mm -hmm. but in the book he he is just known as the invisible man or there is no actual name given to him or he's not even called that um which is which is a really random thing to do thinking about it but apparently you don't notice Mm -hmm. until you get to the end of the book that he's never been referred to by his name
1: no to be fair it's a bit like lovecraft Protagonists where he's like, oh, it doesn't matter, they're gonna be dead by the end anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll get eaten. Yeah.
2: So the progression of the Invisible Man's characteristics changed throughout time. Mm-hmm. So we all know Claude Rains, mm-hmm. And we know what he was like. Now the Invisible Man Returns was Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. And he was they actually wanted to do him as a more caring. So the way that Claude Rains spoke to his love interest was the complete opposite of To how vincent price spoke to his he was quite he was considerate and he Mm -hmm. wanted to get better and he he didn't want to be this horrible person anymore and what it was doing to him the change it was making to him Mm -hmm. then you move on to the invisible woman right so the invisible woman has virginia bruce john barrowman Mm -hmm. and margaret hamilton what a fucking cast. Margaret <laughs>
0: Hamilton is the witch, isn't she? Yes. From Wizard. She's of the Oz. wicked
2: witch, yes. Yeah. What a fucking cast. So this one decides... Sorry, I was thinking of She Wolf again and the song and
4: it
2: Shakira. She's back. Um so the <laughs> Invisible Woman, the the main male protagonist, decides on this one he doesn't want to do the experiment. He's going to advertise someone else to do it. All right. Right. Okay. <laughs> and he does it to a woman. And oh. it's very, very interesting. I've learned a lot today about these movies, by the
1: way. Um, the invisible woman. Of pissing off a woman and making yes. her invisible. I, I can't the, I, count all of the problems that can occur. I,
2: I wasn't bothered about the fact that it was an invisible woman. Like, great. Good on it. It was the fact that he didn't want to do it.
4: Yeah. So he guess,
2: advertised in the paper for a human specimen. It actually said, human yeah. specimen to do experiment on, and this woman well, just got to make you got to make some money somehow. Well,
3: I, I like the idea. Given blood, given everything, like
2: doing True. science experiments. It, so. It's that
1: thing though. You, you know, you got really bored. I mean, if you've ever read the the uh, the the play, the do- a Doll's House uh it's the idea of literally just a woman being like okay i'll just sit at home and do nothing and have no agency whatsoever so um oh experiments oh that sounds exciting (laughs) you know let's let's cancel bridge for the day and get some injections for a month
2: well the (laughs) invisible agent and the invisible man's revenge didn't actually it's like the amalgamated like claude rains and and vincent price and came up with shit. um but then you've got he go, you go I say, to, it doesn't
3: seem like a a, a, a great it's, movie set there towards not, the end
2: it's not but then it go, he goes into the abbott and costello world and you first meet him in abbott and Costello me frankenstein and it's right at the end of the movie they're on the boat, and all of a sudden you hear vincent price going well hello there chaps and it's just he's like i'm the invisible man and they start talking away and they loved it that much they give him his own Albert and Costello meet the Invisible Man, Invisible Man with Vincent Price which I honestly I've learned a lot today <laughs> <laughs> I use my time wisely
3: <laughs> out of all the like, say the like the original monsters and stuff I, it goes through it's probably the one that has kept coming back more and adapted uh, mm-hmm. over time as well um, due to like everything that like say the storytelling and where you can go with the, the like the invisible and It's probably the most adaptable one story wise like as you said, the ones from there to, to mm-hmm. the day ones as well. So I know, like I think a few of you messages said that you're watching Hollow Man with uh, yeah, I, I've like seen Kevin it nice. That was enough. creepy, cave
5: Creepy, creepy Kev. Kev. <laughs> Yeah Yeah, um, huge fan of Hollow Man. Um, I think it came out when I was quite young so I used to watch it all the time um yeah,
3: make us feel old that now Jess, was- it's fine yeah
5: I know I told her off last week for doing that
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on, children. you guys Gosh. can still feel <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm dead I'm dead from <laughs> yeah. the neck down it's full Hollow Man
5: is it's a good adaptation taking it to a more developed going forwards it's mm-hmm. basically the same concept he's just a scientist where he thinks he's trying to progress what he's doing all the same stuff happens. Obviously, it's a little bit raunchier than probably every other version, because makes an absolute creep in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he it's all the same the thing. It is <laughs> the progression of the madness, obviously his obsession with the main female character and mm-hmm. trying to prove his point that his his work is actually valuable. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is correct.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: You do get that in the original as well when he's explaining yeah. um, to the love interest that he is fighting to get back to her. He will turn back eventually, but she's mm-hmm. got to appreciate he's got this work to do first. See, um, they the change that
2: with the Vincent Price one. It's like the work mm-hmm. didn't mean anything anymore. He just needed mm-hmm. to get back. So they kind of mm-hmm. softened, him, softened him up a bit. But yeah, I, I watched it once years ago.
0: That was, en- that was enough. Well, Hollow Man was directed by <laughs> Paul van Ho- Hoven, and he is responsible for Robocop, Starship mm. Troopers,
1: and
0: Fletcher Pearls, Graham, Showgirls. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And, uh...
1: Truly the most horrendous of all of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> how dare you? Um, yeah, it's
1: most violent sex thing you'll ever see. <laughs>
0: exactly. And they're both at Manchester Comic Con, which is something I can't look them in the eye after that. Or like I've stumbled ask across how's something. Pres- ask her how she pres- uh, pronounces Versace. The <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that film lost out on uh, an Oscar to Gladiator because it came out the same year for Vision what? X. Oh, yeah. Gladiator! It's
2: Gladiator impression.
0: <laughs> it was that bloody tiger, I think that's what it was.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but there was, um, they had a budget the thing about paul van was he wanted he just done starship troopers and he said he, uh, he, he didn't want to do a big special effects budget movie that was all action 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 constant he said he wanted to do something that was a little bit more about the person mm-hmm. so he still ended up doing a massive special effects movie <laughs> it was based on the humanity rather than the whole action yeah. thi- thing yeah. um and the budget that they had was something like 75 million to do this, and 50 million of it was dedicated to special effects alone.
4: Yeah. And, a
0: th- and a third of that was special effects done by um, Tippett Studios. And if you are a Jurassic Park fan, <laughs> you'll know Phil Tippett, is the dinosaur supervisor <laughs> um, worst job ever <laughs> and how he got back to another film after the first <laughs> yeah. one was not
5: doing
1: his job right um, <laughs> um, and obviously if you've seen Mad um, god you know his... the dinosaur supervisor it what, just that, seems that... a bit like a it just, you just imagine an office with all these dinosaurs with ties on and stuff and he's
0: well the poor bloke I mean I felt so sorry for him because the originally when they did Jurassic Park Phil Tippett was the guy who did all the stock go animation, he made all of the dinosaurs from scratch in scale to what they talked about, and then at the last minute they went, no, we're going to go visual effects, and Stan Winston have built actual dinosaurs, so Mm. run along. And He's super (laughs) bitter still, when you see him interviewed about it, he's still super bitter, but they gave him the credits of dinosaur supervisor, because he still came back on set, and he was like, this is how it's storyboarded, and he ran that sort of Mm -hmm. side of it rather than the special effects like itself he was like well this is where it's plotted that's what you've got to look up there on that tennis ball on the stick he was so militant and uh
1: it's a tough tough one though because obviously like I'm kind of on the other side of it like with the Phil Tippett things where it's the idea of it was going to all be live act you know like um real dinosaurs yeah Yeah, like well not real dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) stop go all stop (laughs) go yeah yeah but it, said, it's this if idea of it was going to be like did, did you it. yes <laughs> you mad bastard um <laughs> but but then like the idea of when you see it you just go wow the the actual cgi is so good like mm-hmm. that they they come up with and it's like us talking about jack pierce and about how we were like hey this is this technology that we're holding on to but we're not really progressing from and it felt a little bit like that with Jurassic Park, where you just wonder if maybe it would have been a Jack Pierce type affair had they just gone full Phil tippet for the whole thing.
4: Yep. But then again,
1: though, maybe CGI has gone out the uh, gone a bit out of control now with how crap it is in some movies That's or sorry. how dependent yeah. we are on it. But Visual I think, effects
5: side of well, Man, there's, there's some stuff in there that they did. So the um the mapping of Kevin Bacon so mm-hmm. from flesh to muscle tone to mm-hmm. um all of his um i'm going to actually butcher this because it's probably a more better term for this all of the vein structure and everything underneath down mm-hmm. to skeleton um they donated all of that mm-hmm. so that what, what it could you... actually be studied properly of what the layers actually are like all my donated it? the film Oh, so because the technology? You, like, was, like he, some princess like donated their vein structure for like. Um, Wait, Jesus, that's so. But no, sort of the stretch, obviously um very much in the same way about when you signed yeah. on, we would need him. They need him for like, a couple of scenes where you see him and say it didn't work. He's in the whole yeah. film, um, apparently constantly painted different colours depending on where the shooting. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> depending on what colours
3: are in the room, you can't really in- screen it out. I know we Kevin, Kevin and did didn't enjoy it at all. Like from like did from interviews not. and stuff, he didn't enjoy the process. I know that.
5: He kept a diary of it that he felt like it was turning him insane. Mm-hmm. Not being seen, not being acknowledged to actually be in the room. Um but did it be the invisible That's back? amazing,
1: because that, that's exactly <laughs> what like we were talking about mm-hmm. with the Invisible Man, the psychological effect on it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the story, I don't think I don't think it's the drug that turns him crazy. In the original story, it's the situation. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's in, the the, in the movie we're talking oh, about, it? it's like going. Is it? It's in, 19, in the mo- yeah. In the
0: 1933 one, if you hear the Flora's dad, the doctor, he says yeah. it's all derived from a plant, and the plant mm-hmm. then incurs yeah. uh, madness for the longer There's- you stay under the and it it amplifies the person you were or like a a part of you it amplifies it to be the worst possible version of said
1: yeah so so like we're saying that the the film version kind of gives that like explanation of that's why he's crazy whereas I think in the story and like we're saying the actual the situation is what would drive you mad and does Mm -hmm. gradually over time and we're, we're seeing it with Kevin Bacon where if he was going mad by just by playing the Invisible Man, and yeah. you're like, going, okay, you know. It's Inclusive like we talk about Heath Ledger playing the Joker, getting into that mindset certain... and being like, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
5: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to a certain point in the film, there is that thing, because obviously Kevin Bacon's character isn't the nicest of people. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. an egomaniac. I remember him <laughs> being an asshole. Mm. <laughs> um, the realisation, when they realise it is the process that's doing it, is because when they check in on the gorilla and that started basically attacking everything and anything, mm-hmm. um, it's really suffering for it. Oh. The gorilla is the same actor who did Aliens 2, 3, and 4 for the Xenomorphs zen- the for certain parts. Yeah.
1: a nice little time to the last. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it in ages because I was going to watch Hollow Man and then just didn't. um Yeah, I felt the same last night. I was like,
2: Nah, it's all
1: right <laughs> i was really tired last night i was watching the star trek for uh, n- uh, the star Trekking, and uh, i was like oh it's a two-parter oh god it's like three hours but you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, they, I mean, the movie itself they cast they originally were going to cast guy pierce or Edward norton mm-hmm. oh i get that and somehow creepy kev minus his uh footloose dancing <laughs> managed to pull it off really well i think
3: cheaper the, paycheck
0: it, he i think it's just that opening scene where you see him he's on the computer and right. he's uh he's trying to work out you know let's paint by numbers on this dna strand or whatever the bloody hell it is he's doing <laughs> on microsoft paint you know <laughs> and um then you see him get distracted by the rona mitra taking her clothes off across the way and you're I like do
4: that'll do but, it uh,
0: well, of course it would but you you take one look and you're like oh it, <laughs> sets, it sets his personality up in Hollow Man in like the first yeah. two or three minutes. So, you yeah. know, automatically this is the guy you're dealing with. And the fact that he rings Elizabeth Shue in at 4am without a fuck given just to tell her that she has to go into work. Because, mm. y- you know what I mean? He's like, it yeah. sets up his personality level so he, he can only get worse from there. And that's yeah. like, how can we comprehend how bad he can get?
1: yeah this badge well but this is the thing i mean it's the sort of thing of obviously it's i'm not calling it research but basically we after me when we did the first universal monsters episode me and ian watched like the film the invisible man the recent sort yeah. of uh oh, yeah. Li- yeah, live action film yeah. and i was like this is incredible it's not anything like the one we're talking about like yeah. the, uh, the universal one but it's i think it's the culmination <laughs> of all of the horrible stuff that you could do because I you know like and just the idea of going hey we have a person who starts off horrible who gets this power how bad can it get whereas in the, this one we're talking about the universal one it's a effectively a good man a guy who has like a you know a wonderful fiance uh has a very bright future ahead of him and then goes mad because of this but it's also the fact of in the universal one how like there isn't a sexual aspect there isn't anything of that nature it's it's kind of all more vaudeville villain like we're saying Mm -hmm. trying people to train tracks and be like maybe I'll strangle someone maybe I'll crash (laughs) (laughs) you know there's nothing to do with sort of like sexual no Mm. Uh, and I wonder I wonder if it's because it was a more innocent time or because horror always has to amp it up like the idea of when we think about what was scary a hundred years ago and then we look at like you know the body horror of the 80s and then we mm. look at things like uh sore or Hostel, or you know what yeah now, and you kind of just porn. there's this wonderful innocence about this where it's the idea of its horror but all the guy wants to do is strangle a couple of people you know and it's like okay this is the most inefficient yeah, murder it's technique a, it's 122 <laughs> body count like that's a lot of people we know we're like you know he's a hard worker i'll give him that <laughs> i tell they you it to his
2: craft
3: I I thought the, 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 the one of the murders at the time was one of the funniest murders I've ever like I've seen on film. Um Can
2: you it, get a
3: funny murder? Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was the, it was the one when they were doing the man the man hunt for him in like near like a cliff edge and he strangles someone and throws him off the cliff. So all the people run over to the what this cliff edge, say, "Oh no, he's fell over!" And all you hear go, "Ha! You like to look at an MC? You can go and follow him." And he pushes one of them down as well. Get in, just, I remember yeah, remember that? I was just like, "Wow, that's hilarious!" And everyone just starts that's like funny. running away in shock. But it was just the whole like, "Ha! You like to look? See, bye. You go." And like, oh
0: god, honestly, you can like, get a funny murder. <laughs> the best okay. scene in that entire film is the trousers skipping down the lane going, here we go round the Mulberry Bush or whatever song you're singing, as he's yeah. skipping down and it's just trousers. And I was just like, that is by far the most ridiculous thing
1: that have I have ever pure, seen. Pure, pure James Whale. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but it's the same kind of humour that we see in Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And you think that it's basically him going, let's put that kind of... Because the villagers in the, in the story aren't really personified that much. But then in this one, they're really... F- they're, they're really camp they're really funny like at the beginning we see the guy you know them having fun round the bar and chatting to each other and stuff and like the guy pretending to play the automatic piano and whatnot and stuff like that and that's all put into it so this quirky kind of humor injected mm-hmm. into it that I think is all I assume is all James Whale. sorry uh, what were you gonna say Jessica <laughs> <laughs> um no it's
5: fine um for me the comical thing in the obviously in the original one it's the acknowledgement so many times that he's he's, he's ass naked like the whole time oh, he keeps it. referencing the fact he's like does someone want to get me a coat like i'm sort of swinging loose here like <laughs> <swimming> <laughs> <up>
0: <laughs> in saying that in hollow man yeah. when, when oh, they do the they when in hollow man when they do the thermal imaging you see kevin bacon's everything you do it's all it's ever. everything
2: it's there for the world and to i decided say. not to watch this <laughs> and then
0: okay.
1: uh... no wonder they passed it on jessica <laughs> <They're> <laughs> actually... <laughs> there's people <laughs> like yeah yeah we need that for research purposes what the layer of skin yeah yeah the, the... yeah <laughs> that's what we of the need
5: novel things in there it's when he's in the car with the guy who's like, i'm going to kill you at 10 o'clock tonight do yeah. mm-hmm. you know how cold it is that i've been sat oh, here like what's so cold but when he dies and he's invisible yeah
1: yeah
5: and the cop sort of just puts his hand on him and you're like that's a danger zone you don't even know what you putting your I hand put him on real, real yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: he's invisible and hung <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <there's laughs> one bit in- go on sorry
1: he's got a um, trunk oh, <laughs> oh
5: there's, <laughs> a, a, there's the development though of where he's gone through like obviously he is it's nowhere near as perverted in the original but given the time that's brought out they wouldn't have been able to do it anywhere mm-hmm. you couldn't have any controversy yeah. with a woman um the development onwards to me it's people really looking at the psychology and I'm going to sound very sexist when I say this so I do apologize what would a man do if he was given the right to do anything he wanted with no consequence 100 agree with you yeah. it's not sexist it's just on, because no, men it's have
3: it, proven it, that through the years that's the
1: sad part it is so very, people saying, very like, much yeah, true, but really. what
5: about the women and it's like oh.
1: It's this idea where the the whole thing about society is the terrifying, like obviously, like morality is weird because obviously you talk to religious people and they just go, Oh, I have morality because of the Bible. And you're like going, of Jesus. You know, and I'm like, Oh, I have it by default as a human, you know, like, but then you realize that there's people who are just like, Oh, I need consequences in order to actually be a good person or follow laws or something like that and that kind of gets scary when you realize that there's probably there's people in the world who are just like if only I could get away with murder I would do that all the time you know like and it's scary and then obviously the invisible man basically goes hey what are the no consequences and Mm -hmm. like you say Jessica I think you know we would see the worst possible side of people like and men especially if they could do this like I well, what do you reckon though? What do you reckon a woman a woman would do if like she was invisible? Because I don't think we get to see it in the film. Not do any bloody
0: like... jobs around the <laughs> house. <laughs> and
1: just just sitting,
0: do her. nothing.
1: <laughs> <But laughs> sit and and There's a TV. lot of chocolate here. Yeah. You know,
0: sit and watch telly, eating a Greg sausage roll and doing getting the thumbs oh, all down. Yep yeah, <laughs> not giving an, an absolute. About anything. All you, uh, all all you, you just see is... northern
3: porno now.
0: That's
2: You need a latte.
0: You need a, yeah, latte a latte for that. Latte. A latte. Oh
2: god! All you just see is just these crumbs everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you would find me. I mean, it'd be like a really shit Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> I think. I think it would be
1: all. It would be is like the invisible woman. What would you possibly do? Uh, not wear bra. There we go. I'm
0: not the one now. Ask the awesome, man. <laughs> I must take over the world yeah I I've got things I need to do that are very important and, and woman's just sitting there going I've
3: got oh. nothing to do I don't have to be talked to I don't have to be harassed oh, imagine, like as in you silence. said again that sounds like again Jessica was thought about being sexist I'm gonna blow those up imagine a woman having to walk down the street and not have like to feel like all eyes are on her or wolf whistled at or yeah. anything like that it, it would be liberate, liberating in a way it would be quite free
2: massively just mm-hmm. to think no one was i always think everyone's looking at my shoes i don't know why i generally <laughs> think everyone is looking at my shoes so it'd be nice not to have that feeling anymore
0: mm-hmm. I, I just i can't empathize with any of that because people either stare at me because of my hair or not at all because they don't know what to make of me we around about where we are, because alternative people are the devil.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh. The
5: here. Yeah,
0: um, most
5: all actively avoid me because I'm the weird one round here. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I don't mind gonna. so much. I
0: think I only
5: leave my house like twice a day, and that's to run across the road to the school and run back. So like some <laughs> kind of weird recluse that nobody ever sees. <laughs> you just, <laughs> rush, I can just see you scurrying out of the house. Right, kids, get in, let's go.
0: <laughs> scurrying
5: back.
3: <laughs> to be fair, at <laughs> the comic con on on sun- Sunday, I I was the creep when it come to damn. She was sitting, stand there talking to a customer, so I kind of snuck up on the side and like listening and then just made a, a snarky <laughs> comment. Towards until she realised it was me. It was quite clean. So it's not like I would have introduced
2: <laughs> myself.
0: No, I'm not to she never down the corridor. Yes. Yeah, she did, and I didn't hear her for the first <laughs> five minutes. So. And she went, Oi. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was on one. My brain was going, Must set up. Gotta get this in. It's too bloody hot." That's all I kept thinking of. I'm up north. Why is it hot? It should be cold. What's going on?
2: Boiling.
1: I, I think I think the, the amazing thing is though with all the iterations of this, like how it's scaled up over time, but it's it's also like how much this has influenced things. Cause obviously like mm. you know, I'm not saying HG Wells was the first person to like say suggest, hey, what if someone was invisible? Yeah. Like Kind of thing in that way, because I, I guess we've got other fictional characters like God throughout history, uh who's a big, <laughs> you know, invisible thing that can have an impact upon a, lo- pot- a lot of people's lives. And he's allegedly. caused a lot
3: of shit, and no one's ever shown any proof. He <laughs> <Yes, of> has, <that. laughs> to be fair.
1: Well, let's oh, no. talk about I his know. kill count. Matter- um, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's right. slightly more than 122. <laughs> yeah, but um so this this is video is demonetized already now. So that's <laughs> it. Oh, I should have started the video saying fuck. But um <laughs> <You did. laughs> no, 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 not the first 10 seconds though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, um but but it, it's it's kind of like it's an amazing concept, like it's genuinely one of these things like when we talk about the universal monsters representing fears that people have and whatnot, mm. like you know, uh you know like Dracula like, like fear of the dead fear of like I don't know fear of the afterlife fear of like you know the unknown and stuff the invisible man is like how does it manage to still be a monster movie when there's no typical monster it's not like a wolf man it's not like a yeah you know a vampire it's not it's physical still feels yeah. like uh, yeah, it, it,
0: yeah it's still
1: I, I'm still gonna put him there on a pantheon of basically Monsters along with what is it like Fishman? Uh what, <laughs> what is the, the black Lagoon <laughs> cool? Fishman. Okay. <laughs> oh, we God. call them Gilman. Gilman, there we go. Yeah. yeah Gillman but... sounds like he could own property though. You know, it's like, oh, it's Mr. <laughs> Gilman. <laughs> he's like, hello.
5: <laughs> I think <laughs> across the universal though, there is that thing. There is a a level of all the things that you could possibly do that it's things like bringing back the dead when you talk about frankenstein and the bride living forever when it comes to dracula Fuck yeah! Um, why am i losing trying to talk here um oh, yeah, yeah, did you? <laughs> <Scott> <laughs> obviously invisible man the opportunity to do anything you wanted with little to no consequence um wolfman being just absolutely free in a sense and dissociated from humanity hmm. um the creature obviously that is an entirely like looking at it,
1: living in an entirely different world is, is the creature like the lovecraftian other like yeah. the idea of going yeah. hey there's stuff yeah. out there that we don't know anything about that's like way older than we are is that, yeah, some, that kind of eldritch someone clearly didn't listen to the first it's episode a, did he yeah
0: it's like an eldritch horror elder gods whole debacle thing because innsmouth is the fish people bloody blah, de blah if mm. we go down that route father dagon <laughs> it is very much <laughs> of that ilk but going back to what you said about people being inspired by the movies claude Rains actually inspired mark hamill's version of the joker
4: right that he plays oh.
0: because he said he loves if you go and watch any of the ones he voices because there's so many now i'll get lost with which ones he's on but if you go and listen to his joker voice it's very much very, very, very like you know, when he's gone yeah. insane. Oh my god, yeah. how good was that? So yeah. it's it goes that other level. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, he said he just loved the madness that Claude had, even though you couldn't see the expression on his face.
3: Yeah, oh, you could tell gone. by his
0: voice. Yeah, it, it compensated for not being able to see anything. Um, so yeah, he took that as inspiration wow. for the Joker. Like I always thought it was
1: crazy though that like Mark Hamill wasn't the first choice for the Joker and that there's literally that like pilot episode that has Tim Curry playing the Joker mm-hmm. and then the producers were like no nah, we don't like Tim Curry let's get Mark Hamill in and then I mean you know it's, it, not a, it's, it, it's not like Janeway switcheroo. not being Janeway in the first episode of Star Trek Voyager you're just like what I can't imagine it without yeah. you know like
2: is it it's so funny how the Joker kinda like goes full circle when it comes to Universal Monsters because obviously the Joker is based off the Smiling Man, which we did a fun fact on that before. Is that Jack Pearson's creation? I is think Smiling so, yeah. Man? Yeah. yeah. Who obviously did the makeup for, you know, Frankenstein and poor Super old Boop. Lon Chaney Jr. Um <laughs> <have> glue, <laughs> rest in peace. Um but and then you've also got the the voice side of it. That's
0: so cool, like Kinda of like all connects. <laughs> <laughs> but also the invisible man and the creature are the only two characters that Hammer Horror never took into mm-hmm. their world. They don't exist in Hammer Horror. Yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Was do that I because the, a budget was required?
0: Uh for the creature, I presume so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, for the invisible man,
1: anything. they're literally like just like, oh, right we right have to off. do what? With black velvet? Oh fuck uh, off. No, they're you probably know, said, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> did that? so what I, yeah. I I think that'd be great though. We should make we should make a like a, a really budget version of the we, Invisible Man. We did. Where we it's literally the just on this podcast. do no, no. But I mean, like genuinely, just where the strings are really visible.
2: And oh yeah, funny. like something out of Plan Nine, where you can like see the sources flying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, sources like, <laughs> going. Around. Oh yeah, I'm like that. that. Or,
1: like yeah, something <laughs> like that, where it's like the the rocking chairs rocking, but you can see the person's hand i'd have shot just moving on
2: the feet you can <laughs> yeah,
1: see his feet at the floor <laughs> and it's like the not so invisible man or the sort of yeah. possibly Do what's interesting any... with are dancing it oh. didn't
3: go into like the hammer horror because the invisible man or the I- I- invisible person trope is, is like transcended all different types of genres every like say pop culture movie or tv show has kind of riffed on it from even like say the league of gentlemen um and um, I, we talked about the other night. League of the,
1: Extraordinary
3: Gentlemen. That's done. Yeah. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> local well. place
0: for local people. <laughs> yeah, imagine <laughs> it the League, of,
1: the League <laughs> of Gentlemen version of the Invisible Man. <laughs> <State laughs> that'd be the, that'd be special. But, uh, look-see, look-see, look-see. <laughs> look, see,
0: look, see, look, see. I'm your father fish. now. Uh, I'm <laughs> father now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: but League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's version is the only one that is slightly different to the rest of them
4: mm-hmm.
5: obviously the makeup and everything like that is exactly the same it's so direct of who it's going to be it's coming in um but they do got ever so like, twist to it that it's, he's not the guy who made it
4: mm-hmm.
5: he's the guy who nicked it yes yeah it's
4: yeah. yeah, just really oh good.
5: yeah that's he right he's kind of screwed where he's like i didn't realize there wasn't the cure when i did this like i'm now stuck but he's right. also the only one doesn't go insane right? he is completely yeah. the whole time he's right. fully aware of what he is mm-hmm. um you don't see that insanity from him. Um yeah. I think we had this on the, about... the
3: It was supposed okay. to be the comedy relief, I think, in the movie.
5: He's the twist moment in the film. You assume mm. when you watch the film he is the guy that's behind everything that's happening because he's the one that cannot be seen. He's known to be a thief. And he's the one that doesn't yeah. really fit with the rest of them. Um and that's kind of the twist where it's like it's not, he's the guy who has been helping them yeah. all the whole time. And it's, Dorian it's,
0: is uh the 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 guy who's doing it all behind the scenes um
1: I'm not a fan of the film version of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because it pretty much ruins the comic book. No, the comic it's, yeah, the the it's one of those things amazing. where like where the comic books are amazing because like for the start Mina Harker is like the main character and we don't realize it's Mina Harker and then it, and then it's a big reveal where you're like oh Jesus Christ that's why you're here you know like and then you find out she's a vampire and then the film just immediately goes oh it's Mina Harkig, yeah, she's a vampire and you're like what like you know that's that's literally like going it's sort of a, like scene one uh, Bruce Willis theme. is a ghost
5: okay I can half the characters I cannot stand because they're so terribly done um and there's half of them that the rest of it had been good these would have been brilliant um yeah. Jekyll and Hyde I absolutely love um <laughs>
0: I love Jason um Oh Jason, uh, Jason Isaacs, um, is it Jason Isaacs is it? No. he did no that's um, um Jason Fleming. Is, yes
3: uh, Fleming, sorry.
2: no.
5: Uh, um, brilliant at the back and forth between himself of the Yeah. He's good at he's good at having a conversation with himself. <laughs> um I adore Nemo um yeah that kind of sold it for me anything they did with nemo in a scene was beautiful and then you just get all the trash that got slammed in on top of it, it sort of ruins it <laughs> and, and the, and the visuals it.
1: there that was beautiful like the whole costumes the whole the way the ship's done It's the just like, yeah. aesthetically that movie oh. is very pleasing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes i got i'll give it that but then Sean Connery is just in a mood all the way through it. But anyway, We're, they <laughs> make Sean Connery the main character and he's not even a, like an opium addict. And I'm like, yeah. that was your whole thing. <laughs> you know, the whole thing about the character. couldn't even get that right. like a, This flawed hero and they're like, oh, no, he's just an action hero. Right. Okay, great. But, um, Sorry, I'm bitter. I'm really yeah. bitter about it. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> but
3: come back to the Invisible Man, uh, <laughs> like the, the Buffy episode with the invisible girl, yeah. I thought it was done so cleverly. I know we talked about like in, through text and having the premise where it wasn't someone taking a portion it was someone that was become unnoticed or unrecognized or not even like acknowledged to the point where they just faded away. I just love that. I, idea I think it's kind premise. of great. I'm forgot about it.
5: Sorry, <laughs> Sorry <laughs>
1: Jessica. Sorry.
5: It plays into what you asked. What would the th- obviously me, sammy and Dan do if you were That's invisible. what I was going to say.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, <a shoe laughs> shops to do nothing for the day? Yeah yeah but... but the only bit you get from her is that she's annoyed because she's just had a haircut and no one can see it but it's things <laughs> oh, like I'm um, going to sleep with Spike with no consequence yeah it makes her a hilarious scene of them walking in and it's kind of like what's he doing because there's nothing underneath him
2: <laughs> um... it's like the whole Danacro thing all over again <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I mean the, the that's the thing it's like when the episode where Buffy goes invisible is brilliant because like you're saying she just kind of goes oh this is great like you know this is kind of but uh, but in season one, there's also the episode about the girl who yeah. goes invisible yeah, because thinking, she's ignored. But, yeah. oh, but it's, it's and, awesome. and that one's great because when we were talking about, like, what would a girl do in this situation in terms of, like, you know, how you would write it, she does nothing. She literally squats in the ceiling at a school. Uh, and, well, <laughs> admittedly, she gets revenge. Like, what she does is she gets revenge against all the mean girls and, like, Cordelia and stuff in the school. And you're like, okay, cool. That's fair. But I don't know that I maybe it's just what, what would happen if someone without any actual grand scheme went invisible, <laughs> you know? It's like, so, like me,
2: I am no, no like, against oh. anyone. I would literally do nothing, I would <laughs> just sit there and just let my brain just chill out. No, no thoughts, no nothing. Oh, sounds like heaven. <laughs> I
0: love it. Has anyone else got any more
2: factoids?
0: Not when they point. set up the um dark universe for the the new the new mummy when they tried to
1: thing. set up yeah. <laughs> and then they'd, fucking tom cruise
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they'd originally cast if you look at that original photo of the new brat pack universal pack that they put together mm. johnny depp was in the lineup
4: mm. yeah, and right, John, yeah. i heard
0: his name just said earlier yeah. on johnny depp was actually supposed to be Griffin, he was supposed to be Griffin in the, the Dark Universe version. But Blumhouse then put their ten pence worth in and when a, they, they decided, obviously, once it got scrapped that they were going to concentrate solely on the Invisible Man reboot, rehash, whatever you want to call it, mm. um, which wasn't bad in itself. It was done really well, but mm. you don't marvel at it. it for me, I, I, yeah. you have more empathy for the characters, but I didn't mm. marvel at the effects because special effects. Um, but when wow. you look at the original uh the thirty-three one, there is one scene in that that I cannot fathom how they did. I just can't. It's the bit where you see um Claude's been in the car with Kemp and, it, and he's been going, Look, see I've been following you around all day, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then he gets him out of the car, he ties he hog ties him or ties him up. Hmm. It's the bit where he lifts him off the floor, puts him in the car. Now if that's wire work, they I don't know how because there was a roof on the car it was so smooth and seamless it looked like that scene where elizabeth moss is getting attacked in the kitchen Mm -hmm. in the new one it was just that sort of like it made me stop and like rewind it and watch it again and i'm like i cannot figure out how they did it they didn't even
2: mention on the documentaries i watched they went into great detail about the actual like black velvet
0: part of it but not that side of it, yeah. If you they, watch it, it's oh. just so seamless, and yeah, he's probably very, it's probably very simple. He's probably on a rig on wires, but I don't. But it's nineteen thirty-three. I, I can't <laughs> see it because that they had a roof of the car so he couldn't have they, got in the car it, that smoothly uh, it, it
1: just... might be something silly like there's a slit missing from the top of the car or Possibly. something yeah. you know the the crazy lengths they went to mm. in like these movies to do the things but it's a ama- it's not amazing though to have a movie this old where we're still going how did they do that yeah. rather yeah. than nowadays where you're like oh yeah computers
4: yeah you know,
1: um, <laughs> like yeah so, oh a cgi yeah yeah, yeah. i mean oh, But I think it's interesting that you mentioned the sort of the reboot rehash. I mean, I'm annoyed that the movie called The Invisible Man, the recent one, it's a wonderful, wonderful film, but I'm annoyed when... M- movies call themselves things that make it difficult yeah. for other things to exist. Like going, "Hey, this movie's called Resident Evil," and you're like, "It's not Resident Evil." No, it's not. It's not.
2: But <laughs> now we can't release a
1: Resident <laughs> Evil movie. Great, you know. Yeah. It's like,
2: but I guess it didn't pay any homage whatsoever to. Yeah, it, it's, it's a totally sick. different film.
1: It's it is right. about a man who is invisible but mm-hmm. it's not there's it's no domestic abuse film yeah
3: it's a domestic, yeah, it's a domestic yeah. and,
1: and it's also the fact that the main character isn't the invisible man the main character is you know the heroine mm-hmm. and they are being stalked by the invisible man they think and so it plays into the psychology of it and it's yeah it's a bit disappointing that it's called that rather than sort of like i don't know whatever you'd call it something like the, the stalker the f- or something or like, it
2: was the first movie that was available for streaming in lockdown so when lockdown mm-hmm. happened, The Invisible Man was the first one that came The oh, like...
1: movie to watch! I'm <laughs> alone in the house for the next two years! Oh, all <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, you know. Well... Did
0: you know it's where it all stemmed from? It also made less money than Hollow Man. Hollow Man, like, grossed worldwide uh, £170 million, And um, this only grossed £144 million mm. in 2020. But still, when you look at that as a Panini film, it's go- it's not gonna be to take 144 million in the middle of a pandemic
1: yeah yeah like, like yeah. were cinemas even open yeah. like, no we it- had to download it
2: that's was, impressive it went, though, it went to streaming because- services
1: because you would be surprised how resistant I am to paying, movie for a stream, <laughs> paying money for a streaming movie. The, are a were, we were sitting there being sort of like, oh, it's three ninety nine to download this movie that we really watch. Let's just double check every other streaming service <laughs> yes. in existence.
2: Because yeah, we
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're northerners, that's
2: why.
3: <laughs> okay, <another laughs> we'll do I spent hours watch watching it. John Wick 4. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I paid £4 pounds for it. <laughs> <Get> <laughs>
2: it for Bloody it. <laughs> well watch it. So we're going to wrap this bad boy up for the Invisible Man, because it's been it's been, it's been something.
1: (laughs) Have we, have we really, it feels like no time at all, sorry, I'm just uh, chatting on with you guys and having fun, but it's uh... a I, I do like the idea, though. I just want to talk about some of my bizarre notes in it, because yeah. uh, they are really bizarre notes, if I'm perfectly honest. Yep. Uh, if it's yeah, it's more bizarre than the but,
3: opening, I can't take it. No,
1: <laughs> I, I just, in, in, you know, in your mind where you watch something, and you just go like, I've, no one's ever noticed that before. But uh, yeah, you know, at the beginning where the Invisible Man gets let into the tavern and she's showing you in the room, there's just this gang of women in the back of the yes. tavern. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, what are they doing? Is this. Is Why are they there? A oh, yeah, are they're right? just sitting there. Yeah, they're just because women there. are
2: not allowed in the bar. Correct. It?
1: Yeah. Uh, correct. I literally thought it was a terrorist cell or something. They were just sitting there, a, there, there this splinter group in the. In the oh, no. Just <laughs> sitting there being like, oh, who's this? What? <laughs> Put the plans oh, away. No, Tell you what, though, that scene, I loved
3: how easy it was for him to get a room. He walked in. Like yeah, he's yeah. covered in bandages, like looking the like the dodgiest weirdo ever. It says, <laughs> Give me a like, room. And she's like, Yes. It says "I needs a living room. Okay. I need quiet. Yes. Give me food. Yes. <laughs> Do want, can I take your hand code? No. I'm just gonna stare ominously out this window, then you leave me alone. But it was just like everything he asked for, well. didn't even o- have to o- no. lay down any money or anything
2: like that. Uh, you gotta give it to them. They were very considerate people.
1: <laughs> yes. We to be to be fair though, like to put it into context think of some of the crazy shit we've probably done in our lives <laughs> and no one's batted an eyelid like like <laughs> I I the amount of times I've been in drag at a Weatherspoons, and no one's been like okay you know you just go
3: up to the yeah. bar you just so look more or feminine even... than most of women in Weatherspoons." but <laughs> to be
1: fair Ooh! you know I... <laughs> I, I probably oh. got more hair. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, I like I remember like at a beer festival going, like going to the bar we sort of, on this podcast now. Oh. I think I had like 14 hats piled on my head like this massive stack of hats. hats and no one Very cared, good, and were, like, nice. guys. <laughs> oh, say chicken nuggets? <laughs> I, I think the thing is in the in the book it goes into because obviously like uh Jenny the the tavern the the well the tavern owner basically is a. Uh, she's a lot more sort of sensible in the book like she's not this wailing Banshee Fuck you, mm-hmm. Una um <laughs> but this idea of like you know and, and and it keeps referencing how the money is the thing doing the talking because what he does in the book is he pays up front he literally just gives her like a handful of right. cash and she's like oh okay yes Whatever you want. Oh, you're being mean to me, and then you know, like it, it, it has her acknowledging that he's being sort of okay. rude and undemanding, yeah. and de- demanding and stuff. But then she keeps thinking about the money and going, "There's more of this." Whereas right. in the film, it's very much like she doesn't want to give the room, but she does anyway. And then he makes demands, and she's like, "Oh well, in for a penny, in for a pound," you know. <laughs> so it is yeah. a bit weird in the movie, but it's like explained in the story. <laughs> Only thing that.
3: Again, because as you said, there was brilliant explanations for a lot of things. But the ending to me, I thought like him coming back and that was the first time you saw his face, absolutely brilliant way to end the movie and perfect but the doctor before that the explanation made absolutely no sense <laughs> yeah. to me how like does everything...
5: he know he's still invisible and yeah. he says like oh both his lungs are, lungs are punctured and stuff so he can't say like you can't see it so how that... would you know <laughs>
2: that's what,
1: that's so what they what say
5: I... he'll only go back to human when he dies oh, like yeah, yeah, go yeah, go magic
1: how does that work that that is that is pure story that is pure it's movie magic. Of them being like okay we need him to reappear again let's make up a you know i mean i <gasps> watch star trek we're used to these bullshit excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, of the... course, the thing that does that thing. Yes, yeah, well, it. no, I oh, told you
2: at the end of Wolfman, the, uh, on the second Wolfman, where he was lying in his coffin, and all of a sudden he's just bloody awake like it's movie magic. It just that, that, That's
1: just incompetence. That's literally just <laughs> like where, where do we check the pulse? Is it the top of the forehead? Yeah, no, definitely. It's his toe. No, Put no, him in the can. ground. <laughs> Larry still
0: had some more lurking to do. That's yeah, what it was. He hadn't that's... lurked enough
3: the power of the that's that's what as jessica said that completely took me out it was like the doctor's like he's dying he's been shot in both of his lungs we can't (laughs) fix it it's like how do you know there were both lungs how are you going to say it is he going to be covered in blood and seeing? is is his blood now becoming (laughs) translucent and 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 solid but then when he says oh when he dies he'll be you'll be able to see him again it's like how do you know this have you come across this problem before (laughs) As, as 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 medical science just evolved so much in the last yes. 10 minutes it's just, yeah.
5: the, maybe it's the thing in the filming. Like, everyone else is completely inept, and it's, it's this doctor just sat there like i don't know what's happening
2: ah, Bitch, please, i know minutes.
3: everything that's happening here yes
2: <laughs> there's gotta be one there's always one
1: yeah like, i don't know it all like, I just, I just think come on say a science bitch <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I think it's brilliant, though. Like one of my one of my favorite things about this movie is how quotable it is. Like it is just one of the most quotable movies. I mean, obviously, at the beginning we had the whole "What is it?" I wrote I wrote them all down. We're just like, "What is it?" Uh, you're crazy to know who I am, aren't you? Well, you know. And then what? What the policeman? He's like, he's invisible. That's what's wrong with him. He's <laughs> invisible. This, this weird logic where he's just like, "Oh, of course, he's invisible, right?" Oh, you know, and you're like, "What?" You know, and. It just has only like wait, even that even that line there where he's just like, What is it? Um, a whole day's work ruined by a foolish, ignorant woman. <laughs>
5: the very first line in the film is it absolutely killed me because it's like the biggest ridiculous innuendo ever. It's two guys stood at the bar. It's like, Oh, did you hear about so and so's willy? <laughs> it's twenty foot deep in the snow. How did they get him out? Got a fire engine. But the fact she's called Willie really as well, and you like, This who put that line in
0: there? Somebody must have known, when and they moved. sucked him out, is what they say.
1: This is what I mean about all of the villager stuff, all of the camp comedy aspects. It's they very James all have will. to be James Whale, like, they have to be. to be him being like, Oh, the audience will love these little campy touches and stuff. And we're all sitting there being like una fucking oh <laughs> oh my god oh, we, that's the way to end it there <laughs> we are gonna end
2: it right there because i am not going down i hope to god we don't have to talk about her for a very long time we don't thank god Bride of <laughs> frankenstein
1: is literally in a couple of weeks isn't it, it sammy
2: no it's in a month or so we've got okay. <laughs> we have time next week is chucky and tiffany And me and Dan are joined by the very gorgeous Peaches. Actually, big fucking lie. We're not here next week. I was going to say, aren't you fucking off? Uh, We're not (laughs) here next week. We're actually on a break for a week because I am, as Paul just nicely put it, fucking off for a week. (laughs) So we are back the week after with Chucky and Tiffany. Following week, Jessica returns for The Predator. The week after that, Graham returns for Phantom of the Opera with my sister. Yay. Uh, the Phantom of the opera sessions, is here inside my
0: mouth.
2: You best do that on the day <laughs> well. Sorry, Yeah, let's um, do that on the day. I'm just telling you,
0: I, I warm up the vocal cords. <laughs> I still need to work
1: out which one we're watching, whether we're watching the Claude Rains one or are we gonna watch, watch? Yeah, because it's all. i the watch, the the original... watch them both. I'm going to watch them
2: both. Yeah, I'm I want to see the. the uh, and I'm going to
1: watch a that one. Yeah, because I want to see the Longchini, um one because it looks with the, the screen.
2: Yeah. Watch the yeah. one with the last from Brookside in as well.
3: <laughs> or Hollyoaks was it? I don't know.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm not not sure. So this is going out on Monday. So before all of this happens, you will have had Star Trek on Friday with
1: yeah. Graham. Yep. On we, Sunday, you better have watched. You better if you're watching this on Monday it. and you didn't watch that, I want you to go and watch put, it you, again. put your willy this, in the snow.
2: I get this <laughs> wrong. Every week, we are the future. Yes. <laughs> they are the past. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, And on Sunday, we have the live show, which is top five comic book characters, which is going to be massive fun because we have, God, how many people do we have on that one?
3: We've got quite a few this
2: week quite a few so it's gonna be it's gonna be a wrong one but it's going to be interesting um you can find all of our socials um down the links below Graham's Jessica Dan's will all be there nerdy up north's will all be there and um, we will we will see you in a week's time remember to like share and subscribe to this video and to our channel it would be very greatly appreciated thank you all to the chat who's watched and uh as always I haven't mentioned the chat today I' not
1: Hi, chat. We, that's because they're chat. in the future. We don't know. They're in the adventure. future. They're eating some cereal. Goodwill's going to be talking about something or whatever.
0: I won't be in it.
1: Dan might pop in for a second.
0: I won't be in
2: it. Oh, bless them.
3: They were so over the moon with the aliens one. Like I, I want to say, was I've so never much seen. Fun. They, they love that so much. It They've was done really well.
2: Absolutely brilliant. So yes, thank you everyone, and as always, stay nerdy, everyone. Say bye, everyone. Bye everyone. Bye,
4: everyone. Bye! You fools! <laughs>